Welcome everyone to the Pro Wrestling Spotlight presents True Heel Heat. We are live here. We are live at the Bullet Club Block Party in New Jersey before yeah. WrestleMania 35. It is your host, SP3, my co-host, the top guy, JJ, the resident True Heel alcoholic. Of course. Because we have WrestleMania all, weekend. We got I open bar. Drink. No matter what time it is, it's noon. I'm ready to drink. We got open <laughs> bar at the Bullet Club Block Party. So we are here to review everything that's gone on during WrestleMania week, as well as preview WrestleMania 35. So are you ready for True Hill Heat? We got the Spotlight Nation and the True Hills watching live on Facebook Live. We are filming this for our YouTube channel as well. So. And, and you can let me know at any time. We got behind the camera our good friend from New Zealand, Big Boy Monty, a.k.a. Good Luck Farley. He is live with us at the Bullet Club Block Party. Traveled all the way 24 hours from New Zealand by himself. So we have adopted him to our True Hill family. So as always, we got to start off with our True Hill roll call. Uh, once again, our top three conversation starters is Bruno AB, the Peruvian pimp, as always. You don't have any booze for the Peruvian pimp this time. Uh, Jamie Tana. No, no Bruno AB haters Yeah, not, no one's out here. We got the Ronda hater, the number one Ronda hater, Jamie Tana. He's in the top three, as well as the Negro Buck. Nick Jackson is the number one conversation starter on He's the True Hills group page. I want to shout out Mommy Yankee Jennifer. She was at the G1 Supercard. Waco, she was at the G1 Supercard. My boy Izzy, Rolando, Romeo, they were all at the G1 Supercard. So we want to shout them out. Everyone that we saw at the WrestleCon Super Show, as well as Wale Mania, TakeOver, NXT TakeOver New York. Anybody else you want to shout out? I mean, the birthday boy Romeo, of course, it was Romeo Mania on, yes. uh, on Thursday, which was a pretty pretty cool night at Wale Mania. We Number five, again. We had two big birthdays. Uh, the good guy, Romeo, as well as Rako, was our birthdays for this week. Oh, yes. nice. Yes. That's awesome. That's yes. awesome. Shout out to everyone from Battle Club Pro. Excellent uh, show called Woman Crush Wednesday kicked off the entire WrestleMania week. So shout out to everyone there. A special shout out to Thunder Rosa, a.k.a. Cobra Moon of Lucha Underground. We have a great interview coming up on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel with her. So to start off everything, we got to talk about what happened last night. Oh, God. Last night was the historic the legendary G1 Supercard, sure Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, G1 Supercard. So we're not just going to be talking, it's not just going to be the True Hills here. We got other podcasts here with us at the Bullet Club Block Party. So they were also live at Madison Square Garden for this legendary historical performance. So let's bring in the good folks from the Lucha Outsiders podcast, Lucha Outsiders show from Facebook Live, from YouTube. What's up, my guys? Yeah, just leave me. Just leave me. Oh! So I'll let y'all, I'll let y'all introduce yourself. My good brothers from the Lucha Outsiders yes, podcast. Over here we got. Let's get in, get in, get in closer. Move on get down. We're going to get you in this shot. We got to get everybody in this shot. We got to kneel down a little bit, my good brother. But introduce yourself first. My name is Mario. It's your boy, Mr. Rated R, over there from Suplex City, bitch, Sammy Suplex. We are the Lucha Outsider Show. You can subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Lucha Outsiders. 
iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your fancy podcast. Leave us a five-star frog flash review. Comments, grievances, bury either one of us. You will probably bury our co-host that's not here right now, the old man Leo. Thank you, Sid, for having us on of the show, course. brother. Of course. Oh, of wow. course. Well, welcome, I had welcome, you guys welcome. on. I met these fellas last year at Supercard of Honor for ROH the entire WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans. These guys were out there. I see this brother Mario at every New York wrestling show, whether it's Evolve, whether it's HOG. This man is there. Wait, we go to a lot of shows. Yeah, we go to a lot of shows Apparently. together without even planning it out. Lucha Outsiders, guys, for our guys that subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let's get you in the shot. All right, here we, we go. We get on over here. For you guys watching on the spotlight, watching on a YouTube channel, these guys are one of the few podcasts that talk about the entire wrestling world. So we, the True Heels, you guys know we talk about everything. We appreciate these guys. So show your support Absolutely. to them like you show your support to us, as always. So we got to talk about the G1 Supercard. G1 Supercard was an historical legendary legendary show but what were your guys thoughts what was it like your best match of the night your highlight of the night your low light of the night and your mvp all right high of the night has got to be okana and jay white the title change their match was better than their first the, where the title switch happened where jay white did defeat okada for the championship while that match was good this match was better i don't know if it was the new york new jersey feel I don't know if it was just the environment of the Madison Square Garden because the whole crowd was hot throughout the whole show. Better than TakeOver. You can hate me for it at Radio Arts 87. I don't give a shit. But, hey, it was a hotter crowd than TakeOver. Just being honest. Um, it's got to be bringing the heat. Bring the heat. Um, speak your mind, brother. Speak, speak your mind. Speak your mind. G1 Supercar was such a great show. But I think the bigger question here is, what the oh, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. is Ring of Honor doing? Because last night, they did the most WCW shit I've ever seen in my life. I was asking you fellas, really? I, I was asking you guys before the show even started, if I would have told you a couple months ago, forget about two years ago, forget about three years ago, forget about when AJ Styles is still in Ring of Honor, Adam Cole is still in, in Ring of Honor. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. The good old days. Forget about that pure wrestling stuff. If I would have told you a couple of months ago, let's say around SummerSlam weekend, if I would have been like, yo, Sid, my man, your brother Sid. Yeah. Because he's a good brother. Absolutely. Hey, you know what's going to happen in a couple months? Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor is going to become WCW. What would he have told me? I would have said you're drinking. You would have told you're, me congratulations. You played yourself for you're, saying you're, that, right? You're, you're you would have had the one best of my drinks. Cracks. Yeah. You would have told me congratulations. You played yourself. Check this out, fam. You lying. That's what you would have told me. <laughs> Ring of Honor had Enzo and Cass do a work shoot and you bunch of idiots that actually thought it was a shoot, congratulations, you played yourself. Check out the podcast next Sunday, which I'm gonna go on a rant because of that. All right? So that was your low light. That was, really, Enzo and Cass? Enzo and Cass, bro? I'm gonna go with the women's match. That was your low light for the, for the night? Why was the women's match your low light? You wanna know why? Because the crowd was going wild when Enzo and Cass came out, but when the women were wrestling, man, I could have fell asleep in my seat. Everybody was quiet. Everybody yeah? Everybody was quiet. You know? They lost the crowd on that one, so I'm going to say that was the whole life. And the beautiful people didn't bring them back at all. No, oh, bro. I'm sorry, not sorry. I went to go refill up on my drinks during that match. Sorry, not sorry at all, but I'm, I'm just saying. Yo, yo, is Russo booking Ring of Honor now? 
I mean, it was very Russo-rific, uh, a lot of the booking decisions. All I will say about G1 Supercard is that if it was a New Japan show, it would have been a 10 out of 10 show. It would have been five stars. We would have treated MSG like it was in Tokyo. We would have gave it six stars. It was that good of a show. I, I feel like when Meltzer, you know, honestly, he hasn't done it yet. I feel like Meltzer is going to be like, it was a show. That he, would, he would say it was a show. Because it would, for me, as a wrestling fan, if you take the Ring of Honor element of the G1 Supercard, it was a phenomenal show. I enjoy the show. Even with Ring of Honor trying to fuck up the show, it was a good show. Ring of Honor shit the bed last night. That's all I will say. Every decision that they made just didn't make a lot of sense. Bringing in the beautiful people when you have the worst women's division in all of professional wrestling just is unwise. Uh, Enzo and Cass in that work shoot, I mean, it got a nice pop. It got a nice reaction in the arena, but... That's just not, we don't want to see Enzo and Cass in Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is known for fantastic wrestling. Pure wrestling. We're not going to get great matches from Enzo and Cass. And whether people like it or not, the best decision from Ring of Honor last night was the crowning of the new OH World Heavyweight Champion, Madison Square Taven. You want to hear the irony of what you just said right now? Madison Square Taven, right? Yes. So, when they introduced Taven uh, on the, and, you know, before the, the Did announcement. You, and right? he had one of the best entrances okay. with the piano. It, it, was, it, was, it was Tai Chi Jace. But anyways, it was, tai, it was a very Tai Chi Jace. But they showed a, a guy, like somewhere near the front row, that had a Madison Square Taven shirt, right? Yes. The dude looked like the biggest Jabron, and it was the definition of a Melvin. Yes. That's the funny thing about it. Of it. Yeah. A Melvin wearing a Matt Taven shirt. But we said, me and this girl that was right in front of me that was a Taven fan, uh-huh. we said we're going to come up with Taven section shirt, uh, signs to the next Ring of Honor event, and on the back it's going to say, We're not Melvins. Then we are not Melvins. We belong with Matt Taven. You're happy you got some points. So everyone won in that Ring one. of Honor's best decision by far, clearly. I don't know what the hell Ring of Honor brought to the table last night. I, I, I don't know what happened with that whole promotion. I, uh, the whole insertion of, what the hell, why, why is Bully Ray still wrestling? I mean, you gave 20 minutes to Bully Ray why, why? and gave why less than still- 10 minutes to Bandito, Dragon Lee, and Ishimori. What is wrong with the booking match. here? Was that was a great match. It, it that was, was a great match for nine minutes. That's probably the best nine-minute match I will see all year, but they deserve more. They do deserve more. What about Dalton Castle? Oh, bro, don't even get me started. Yo, I like that. I like th- yeah. I like the squash match that made Rush look good, and it set up Roosh. the Dalton heel, heel turn very well. So, what do we see with Dalton Castle? Because he's in a remake. Dalton Castle needs to take time off and heal. Thank you. Thank he you. needs you. to take time off. Thank he you. has not been the same ever since he won the Ring of Honor World Champion. Oh, my God. I was just saying that Dude yesterday. came to every match dressed as a mummy. Yes. He was a mummy in every match. He was wrapped from ankle to, ri- to, 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 to hip. Like, it was not right to, for that man. And I guess Ring of Honor don't pay people well enough. <laughs> I guess they don't pay people well enough. He, he because can't that man, at home. Because that man can't take, he can't take a couple of months off to heal properly. He gets like a week off. He gets a road off. And then he got to get back on the road again. 
taped up literally with that tape that Cesaro wears on his shoulders wrapped around his entire fucking body. Who it's like, are you serious? Winning the Ring of Honor World title would have been the downfall of his career. Yo, and it I thought it was the right decision too. He unfortunately too. got hurt. So he got hurt and he didn't want to take the time off or drop the belt. So he basically at the sacrifice of his own talent and career basically now, this is the outcome of it. Take the proper time off so you can be a legit threat in the ring, which got him to the fucking title picture in the first place. He was a great wrestler. Was. He was. He was good. He's a great character. He's in a good ring, wrestler. I mean, he put, I've always put it together. He, was good. he, was he good. put it together well. He was good. Yo, the pops that he used to get were used to be bonkers. The pops that he used to if, get. if this was Dalton Castle from two years ago, the pop last night would have been much bigger. Yeah. That's, but, for sure. That's for sure. But let's talk about Roosh looked like he wanted to fucking kill him last night. Yeah. And he did. He like, in about 15 seconds. Yo. As soon as that bell rang, I was like, oh, this man, he about to get squashed. You look at like, a guy it's like, over. You look like a guy like Roosh. I just instantly go like, man, I would love to see him like tear it up with a guy like Kenny Omega or something. Because, yo, he has yeah. it. He has it. I'll tell you, the first, I'm not going to lie, the first person I thought of Roosh in the ring with, just because of their both badass personalities, him and Drew McIntyre. Oh, you're right. That, that's oh, literally the first thing I saw. Was, He's like a Mexican Drew That's McIntyre. exactly. Yeah. Just watching that, like, just fucking, yo, this look like a fucking, a death match waiting to happen. Just add some, um, add your boy in there, you know? Who? Yeah, you know, your, your killer from New Japan. Oh, Minoru Suzuki? Yes. Absolutely. Make it a triple Absolutely. threat. I would love to see match. Suzuki versus, uh, <laughs> versus Rush. So let's start off at the top of the show. I missed uh, the dark match with the women, apparently. Oh, God. And, it, and it's Women of Honor, so I really didn't care if I missed that match. Uh, but Honor much. Rumble was the first match that I saw. I really liked it. I heard like mixed reviews from certain other people. I liked the whole mixture of the stars. Horrible decision, though. Horrible decision having Kenny freaking King win that match. Kenny King is not over. Kenny King barely got a pop when he came out, barely got any booze, so having him win was a mistake, but I love the appearance of Liger, I love the appearance of Great Muda, Great Muda and Madison Square Garden, and seeing a face-off between Liger and Muda, that was the highlight of the Honor Rumble for me. Haku, Haku got an amazing pop for us. King Haku. Yeah, man, he's yeah. got a great, I yeah. think they should have went with Liger to send, you know, to start the show off in a positive note, Yeah. because, you know, Liger's going to retire, you know, exactly. next Russell King's up, he's going to retire. So they should have either one with Liger. I wouldn't even ma be mad with Great Muda because, yo, Great Muda, for his age, he's still in good shape. He's still the way he was moving in the race. Yeah, he can still yeah. move. So yeah. what did they decide to do? Have Kenny King not participate in the whole fucking match and then comes in for 15 seconds, look like he worked a 30-minute match to win the fucking battle. He, he was sleeping under the ring for like was, 30 that, minutes. That was horrible because at the end of the day, if you're going to do a surprise like that, at least make it to somebody that either you're going to have a reaction to, either you're going to pop or you're going to poo. No one cared. Like, literally, literally everybody just was like, but we really, no one cared. Like, no reaction at all. We really got a sign of what the night was going to be from the Honor Rumble because legitimately, everyone from New Japan got a pop and everyone from ROH got little to no reaction outside of Cheeseburger and Coke Cabana. Yep. Cheeseburger, two of the right. comedy acts from ROH got the two biggest pops yep. in the Honor Rumble. Absolutely. So that should have told us how the night was going to go. I was, just saying, I was so happy to see Coke Cabana come out in the garden. I feel like that guy, man, he deserved that pop. Baby. I started a fuck CM Punk chant when Coke Cabana came <laughs> out. Go. I mean, there you go. Punk's been in the garden before and that was Coke Cabana's first time. Any comments? 
Fuck you, punk. And I'm sick of you wrestling fans. This is my rant for the weekend. I'm sick of wrestling fans wanting CM Punk to come back. You guys are acting like children left by their father at a young age. And y'all motherfuckers been waiting by the door for about five years for daddy to come back. He ain't coming back. Mommy didn't put out. CM Punk's not coming back, all right? Yo, let it go. One more pop. One more pop. That's all we want is one more pop. Let it go. He don't give a fuck about us, so stop caring about him. He legit doesn't give a shit about the business anymore. Stop hoping for one more time. Stop. Just no stop. You know the intro of the Simpsons where Bart Simpson is writing on the chalk? There's a funny meme where it's like, I will not chant CM Punk at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, what, and what do they do? They, 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 they just put their hand on the chalk and just erase that shit. Because that right. shit goes away mad quick. Do we have any comments from the Spotlight Nation or the True Hills? Mr. Nick Jackson wants to say, boom. True Hills Bay Bay. True Hills Bay Bay. We are out of Bullet Club block party. Shout outs to the to the Negro Buck Nick Jackson. Yes, the black Nick Jackson. We gotta give it up for him. Uh my good sir, what did you think of the opener for the main show, Jeff Cobb versus Will Ospreay? I love it. You love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It was a great match. Um, I love the finish too. Jeff Cobb going over. I think that was the right decision. And the tour of the islands from the top rope. Oh, my God. I, I think, was like, I he think, killed Will Ospreay. I think this further tells what Jeff Cobb is going to have the effect in New Japan. Because you can tell New Japan has an interest in Jeff Cobb. And I guarantee that he will be in the G1 this year. I can see that. I can see Will Ospreay doing very well in the G1. Yeah. Now that he has the never open weight title off of himself, mm-hmm. I feel like he has more of a room to grow. Absolutely. In my eyes, he's the top... He's the number two gaijin besides Jay White in New Japan. So I, I feel like they're going to put a little bit of a push behind Will Ospreay. I agree. What did you guys think about, oh, uh, well, we kind of already talked about it, touched on it. Rush versus uh, Dalton Castle. What did you think about the Dalton Castle heel turn? I mean, I call, I, I, I didn't call it a heel turn, but I called the result on the last episode. Like, why is Dalton in this match? As soon as the bell rang, the match was over. Yeah, like, literally as soon as the bell rang, the match was over. Why is Dalton yo, on he's, the card? Yo, Yo, he sent him flying into that turn. Like he I was like, oh, he's about to get squashed. He's literally it was bad. I told I told my boy right next to me, I was like, this match is literally over in like the next 30 seconds. I thought he was at least gonna hit him with another move, but he just said, nah, these fucking drops is enough. Match is over. It's like just just get just get Dalton out of here. The entrance just, just is get longer him, than get- the actual match. And I think you said it best. This is time for him to heal. And I think he needs to uh, make a, a change with his gimmick. Yeah. I think we're going to see a new Dalton Castle towards the end of 2019. Hopefully he can do a resurgence in his career. I think we're going to see more of like a darker, a darker type of Dalton Castle now. So hopefully that helps him. Hopefully he can heal up. And he's a great character to begin with, so I can't. I'm, I'm willing to see what he. I just think he needs the rest of the year off because if he comes back fresh in 2020, I think he has a lot to offer. But just, just rest up, man. I agree. Like, I agree like he, that. he needs to expand his career five to ten years instead of living in the moment where he, his career could be over in six. Yeah. So next up was we'll kind of bring it into one quick section because this was the low light of the entire show <laughs> where we had the Woman of Honor title match. Followed by the debut of the beautiful people. Followed by Mega Ran shit show. 
of a I'm, performance I'm gonna, I'm gonna in MSG with, yes, the resident alcoholic here filling up his drink. Oh, this is not Gatorade at all. It's not Gatorade. Just FYI. Definitely not, not Gatorade, Gatorade at all. It's not uh, Gatorade at all. He was interrupted by Bully Ray. They then gave Bully Ray 20 minutes of time at MSG and that six-man tag team match. So what did you guys think about all of that? I mean, honestly, that was the low light of the entire card. Go ahead, y'all. Outside of Flip Gordon go returning. I was excited to see Flip because uh, he was supposed to be injured. And he yeah. Up. yeah. I was a full surprise. He took some crazy cane shots to the back of those kendo sticks. They were breaking the canes over Flip's back. That was insane. Um, but like you said, a little too much time with that match. It could have been short, at least five minutes. Um, but it was nice to see uh, Flip back. Uh, I mean, that's the only takeaway. It, it, it was nice to see Flip at the perform at the Garden, also Mark Haskins, and even Juice Robinson. But like the whole match was very unnecessary. I would have been more pumped to see Minoru Suzuki answer this open this open challenge or Yo! even Ishii. Like Minoru Suzuki and Ishii were on the pre-show, but Bully Ray gets 20 minutes on the main show at Madison Square Garden. You know why? Because he went to the Garden. Because we're going to the garden. <laughs> and sh shout out to Mega Ran because he did show up at Legends after uh, MSG. So I appreciate you have good taste in bars after the show, but work on your raps, man. That was awful. That, it's not as bad as Enzo at Wale Mania, though. So. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, guys, hey. guys I would have been good without that entire match. You could have taken that entire 20 minutes and gave that to the junior heavyweight title yes. match, the triple yes. threat. And that's what because followed. that would have been a classic personified. That would have been an easy five-star match if that time would have just been shifted over to the proper match. Until until Obushi and Naito, that was my match of the night. I felt like the three-way junior heavyweight ta uh, title match that came after those matches, my God, Bandito with the double fall-away slam moonsault that was the spot of the night. That, that was, was by far the spot of the night for me. What did you guys think? Sammy. I, I love it. Yeah? Like, like you said, just a little bit more time would have been great. Would have been They should have gave that match a lot more time because I think a lot of people, not saying that the match was bad. I enjoyed the match. The match was great. But I think we wanted a little bit more. We just wanted a little bit more juice. Yeah, it just needed maybe like five more minutes. It would have been an even better matchup. Uh, following that, you had the title versus title, four-way for the ROH and uh, IWGP tag team titles with the G.O.D. The Gorillas of Destiny, they're somewhere back here yep. at the Bullet Club Bach Party. We hope to see them come by our table in a little bit. Uh, they verse the Villain Enterprises, PCO and Brody King. PCO with the entrance of the night, yes. when they bring yes. him back to life, that was awesome. He's not human, one of the best chants of the night. Uh, they verse the Briscoes, as well as LIJ, Sonata, and Evil. But of course, the main talking point from that match is not even the Gorillas of Destiny becoming double champions. It's ROH choosing to have a work shoot invasion with Enzo and Cass. Oh, God. Dude, it's just, the match was really good. That's what makes me upset. Yeah. I'm glad to see Evil and Sonata perform at the Garden. I was glad to see a team like the Briscoes that's been in Ring of Honor since day one when they actually looked like twins back in the day yep. to perform at Ring of Honor. And man, you ruined the great match. You took the Girls of Destiny's moment for Enzo and Big Cass? Really? Come on, man. Really? Yep. Desperate. Trying to get eyes on the product, and it's not a good choice to bring Enzo Cass into a promotion that's known for its in-ring work. 
Plain and simple. Literally looked like Vince Russo had his hands all over that match. Oh. Just said, you know, bro, bro, you know what would be an awesome spot, bro? If we just have Enzo and Cash just jump in the crowd, bro, nobody would see it coming, bro. That shit would be awesome, bro. That shit would get mad tweets, bro. Mad acts, bro. See, this is why we need Baby Russo here. If Baby Russo, he would have cut the whole promo. I know. How it I, been. I, 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 listen, man, I, I don't care about neither one that much, but that's what it felt like in that moment. And Cass looked in horrible shape. He looked in horrible shape. These guys, like, I understand bringing in somebody like a Trent Beretta or a Drew McIntyre who left WWE and really were about getting better. They wanted to get better when they left WWE. All Enzo and Cass have done is try to get headlines ever since they left the WWE. They, they have not tried to get better. They have not booked any shows. Cass did one show where he looked horrible. He looked out of shape. And he doesn't look in better shape now. So it's like, why? Why, ROH? Why? Me, uh, Sam and I, we attended a House of Hardcore show back in December. And that was actually the show in Philly where he had a seizure. And I didn't even know it was him that was having a seizure because he looked nothing like himself. Not the expense not of that, that show. Yeah, not not in that manner. And to uh, make to make it look like an invasion, like really. It, 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 to together, to, like to add, together. To add on really? to that, you know, it's, and which is a completely different topic. But I think Ring of Honor came out because this was a Ring of Honor angle. Not yeah. New Japan. Yeah. So, oh, we know. So, yeah, I know. Oh, we know. <laughs> but I think it comes out very douchey on Ring of Honor's part as well. Because you have what happened at the Hall of Fame with Bret Hart getting attacked. Exactly. And then, like, 45 minutes later, you see Enzo and, and Kaz doing a, a work shoot invasion. I think it came out very douchey on their part. They could have called an audible. Just like all these other different wrestling promotions do. Calling it on the fly and be like, you know what? I don't think it's the right time to do this invasion based on what happened in Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. It yeah. came out very douchey and no class in Ring of Honor party, in my opinion. And of course, we want to send our best to Bret Hart yeah. to, with that situation. That was a crazy situation in and of itself. For people that were at Madison Square Garden, I could tell you myself, my phone was blowing up when that all occurred. Uh, and that really took me out of that whole middle section that was the low light of the show because it happened around that time. As soon as Bret Hart got tackled, I was getting texts like, oh, you saw what happened at the Hall of Fame? I'm like, no, I'm at Madison Square Garden. but. It totally took me out of that middle section, and ROH gave me no reason to pay attention. So. All I'm going to say about that is thank you, Dash Wilder. Harry thank Smith. you very Harry much, Dash Wilder. Yes, Smith. very much. My, shouts out to my boy Harry Smith. I had shots with him at Legends Bar with Brian Pillman and James Storm. We had a good time. You drank those four horsemen shots, so I appreciate you, Harry, for that, and I appreciate what you did Saturday night for your uncle. Because yep. my man Dash hit him with a one-hitter quitter, son. As soon as he's getting escorted, son, he stumbled, son. He's serious. Like, I just hope to see them pictures come out because that motherfucker, like, he got dropped. By the way, that picture that's making the rounds of the dude with the busted up nose and shit, that's not the kid. It's not him. That's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's not the kid. And that tweet that uh, that Harry supposedly reposted of that picture, that's not even a real tweet. So, yeah. Get your, get your facts right, just saying. We got we can't we can't get worked by everything. Yeah. Next up we had Zack Saber Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. 
I will say this was one of my favorite matches as well because these guys literally show the world you don't have to do much to get over no, a match. No, you no, don't no, have to do much. You could be very technically sound. You could be very technically sound, submission based, and you'll be good to go. So I love that match. I love Hiroshi Tadahashi. Just he's one of the best baby faces in the world, man. He just, he just is. To show up at the garden, you know, we're gonna talk about other talent that also just wrestled at the garden, but man, just seeing Tanahashi come out, I think Tanahashi has gone on record saying that one of his dreams is to perform at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. He got a huge pop. Yeah. He did. He had one of the biggest pops of the night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the match. I wish he would have won it, though. Really? Yeah. I think it would have been a good business decision for Red Pearl to put their title on Orochi Tanahashi. I agree. I agree. I mean, but once I saw that submission, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. This, I mean, I mean, I mean, shit. <laughs> shit. Your body ain't supposed to get bent that way, bro. Like, no. That shit, yo. I love how Zack Sabre Jr.'s submissions are like Pokemon. They fucking evolve. Like, he, it can start off at Bulbasaur and it turns I thought I was about like, to see bones come yeah, through Tanahashi. Like, I, I thought it was about yo. I thought that was gonna be some gruesome shit. But it, it, it was. It was pretty. It. I'm not typically the biggest fan of the Zack Saber Jr. matches, but this one was pretty fun. This was a pretty fun match. It was nice back and forth. I'm usually not a big fan of that style because sometimes it gets really boring. Yes. But yeah, this one was actually really good. The crowd was into it. It was hyped on both sides. I think they both did a very good job trading off. But once he locked in that submission, it was like, yeah, it's I swear rap. to God, if, if Tanahashi gets out of this, this shit is... He better win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he didn't. He didn't get out. So he went from a couple of good good to great matches to one of the matches of the entire weekend, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship match between Kota Ibushi and Tensuya Naito. Can I just say, the energy in the crowd during the video package was ridiculous. The energy during the entrances, the energy during the face-off, and the energy as soon as the bell rang remind me of some of the hottest crowd at a New Japan uh, show. It was just completely 20 minutes of state-of-the-art, great chemistry between two guys, just two of the best workers in the world having one of the best matches I've seen live. What do you guys think? And my God, can these guys not try to kill each other every time they verse each this, other? This match was the hybrid of strong style spots. It had a little bit of everything. If you're just a fan of the art of wrestling, I recommend watching Naito and Koto Ibushi. It's just one of the matches you're like, wow, just you, it left you speechless and you know i was rooting for my boy naito obviously we knew the result kota bushi did go over man i'm not mad about it because you know kota bushi's an amazing worker and he got an amazing moment at the garden yeah really i'm happy i'm happy for him in that moment what did you think of the match yeah regardless of the finish the winner of it was a fan yep yeah that was probably the match of the night in my opinion um it was great like, like mario said a hybrid of uh, spots and a uh, strong style Man, I loved it. The garden was rocking. Everybody was, everybody was invested. I love it. I can't wait till they come back to the garden just so we yes. can see something similar. Keep my fingers crossed. They need to come back to the garden without Ring of Honor. Just oh. right. Exactly. Or with a new partner, uh, hey, an all elite hey. partner. Do you think this, do you think this all this this partner will be all in on New Japan? I think they will. You think so? I think they will. I hope so. They, and they will Michael Nakazawa the hell out of MSG. I 
Soul, what did you think about Naito and Ibushi? All right, so I'm gonna put this in a quick nutshell, right? So my, my one of my friends came there, first ever New Japan Ring of Honor show, either one. He literally said the match with Ken and Ryu was awesome. He had no idea who these dudes were, but said he was locked in for the entire match. He said Ken and Ryu. I was like, you, you gotta be talking about Ibushi and Naito. He was like, yeah, the two Japanese dudes. Literally, never seen a show in his life. So the fact that he, and this, like, he, I think it was, the winners were definitely the fans. That match, my God, from start to finish, from the head games from Naito to start off the match, just fucking with Ibushi the, from the get-go. The fucking just from the get-go. Just the Okanrana off the apron when he oh had nothing God. under him. Un- Not even the un- apron. Unbelievable. It's that like, was my... Unbelievable. Like, literally like, out like in air, mid-air, and just... I like, am it, still... It's hard to describe it, dude. That was some of the best timing I've seen on a spot ever live. Ever live. I'm still just so on the fence of that and one other match period being literally gonna, like the match of the entire weekend. But yeah. my God. That match, you know, when I, I thought there was going to be another match, I was going to be the show, the, the match of the night. But clearly, when you have an expectation like that and it delivered like that, wow. One, wow. Other, one other match I would call, like, tremendous, excellent, incredible. We're going to get to that on Later. this card. But I would say Naito and Ibushi was <laughs> one of the top three matches of the entire WrestleMania weekend so far. 110%. 110%. Anything from the Spotlight Nation and the True Heels. You can get our True Heels shirts on PWTs, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash True Heels. True Heels, my brother. We're, we're there all day. Let me get you a card. We're doing this live. We're doing this live. Improv. Improv, y'all. Here you go, good brother. Here you go, good brother. You can say hello to the Spotlight Nation and the True Hill. Say what's up, brother. What up? <laughs> Do we have any comments from the people at home? Oh, well, no. People really want to talk about Enzo and Cass, but unfortunately... Bro, what, 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 what are they saying about Enzo and Cass? Well, let's hear it. Was it scripted? Do you think it was scripted? It was scripted. Was it, was de- it, was de- it was definitely it was, a work. It was, it was definitely a work. It was definitely a work. Don't do that. Don't it was. Do that. They definitely, they definitely did everything they could to make it feel real, to make it look real. But it was a work because Madison Square Garden security is a little bit better than that. Yeah, I got called out for saying "fuck CM Punk" in the pre-show. Like, dude, the security guard was like, "You can't curse here." I'm like, "Let's talk about, let's talk about how real that security <laughs> is." I couldn't even, like, we literally sat directly across from each other. I couldn't even move from my spot to go across to CSP, literally down the hall. So they're going to jump the barricade. They're going to strike wrestlers. And then they're going to leave on their own. Like, I mean, it it was, I guess they did a decent job if it looked like a shoot. I guess they did decent. But is that what we want to see? Uh, uh, clearly. Uh, clearly, no. That is not what we want to see at all. No. 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 He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's all in on Enzo and Cass. You have a question? On the Enzo and Cass scenario, 
Who do you think you're going to try to compete in the, for the ROH tag title after GOD were to, say, drop their belts too? I can see G.O.D. dropping the titles to like the Briscoes, That's I'm going with and then the Enzo and Cass are probably going to beat the Briscoes Come for the on, ROH Tag Team Titles. I'm sorry, I, I am just, I am, really, I am really used to ROH Welcome back to your decisions. future nightmare. I'm sorry, I said it before on the True Hill Heat, if, you don't, if you're not a subscriber to our YouTube channel, please become a subscriber. I said it months ago, Delirious is the worst booker in all of professional wrestling. He makes Vince McMahon look like Gato. Do you know That's how that's how bad he is. That's how bad he is. I mean, he is banging Mandy Leon. So, props to him on that, though. Oh, no, he's a winner now. He's a winner, oh, but he's, he's, a winner. he's a horrible so, booker. He's a winner. So, I'm assuming all you guys watched the G1 Supercar last yeah. night? Yeah. All right, let me ask you a question. Not the New Japan aspect, but the Ring of Honor stuff. Is that the most WCW shit like booking have you seen in a while? Because it has. Outside of WWE. Outside of WWE. <laughs> outside what of WWE. happened last night was very. WCW, even TNA-esque. What we got? I would say a ladder match is better than that. No, no, no. Just based on just the beautiful the people, the, yeah. the the whole end zone casting, it had WCW written all over yeah. it. Yeah. Very WCW. So speaking of the ladder match, thank you for segue. You you yes, helped us out on the segue. So the next up match was that three-way triple threat ladder match for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship with Jay Lethal, the reigning defending champion, my boy Jay Lethal. Shouts out to him. He forgot his black machismo sunglasses in Florida. He was supposed to pass that to me. I'm not gonna hold that against you. Versus the villain Marty Scrawl versus the new. ROH World Champion Madison Square Champion! Yeah! I had a cup full of tears. I had a cup full of tears last night. I was basking in them glory. And our cameraman Pat was the man who gave us the most tears possible. He was screaming, fuck you, Taven. From the moment how you really feel. From the moment Taven came out to the moment he left. And I collected all those tears when Madison Square Taven reigned supreme. What did you think about the triple threat ladder match? I thought the ladder match was good. I thought it was a good match. Um, I felt like it was too long. I'm, it I'm was too bit, long. I'm a little bit biased for my boy Jay Lethal because I grew up with the dude. I'm from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Elizabeth! Yeah, Eastwick. Um, I grew up with him. I know his whole family. So I was very proud to see my boy be at the garden, man. Yeah. Part of me also wanted Marty Scurll to win, you know, that's my guy right I there. Ended, I, my heart was split in like three yeah. in that match. Okay, like. So said about Taven. I think Taven, he does his job well. He gets heat. He's not a bad worker. I recommend people that while we are shitting on Ring of Honor, their last pay-per-view, the match that Taven had with Jay Lethal, that one-hour Broadway, was a really good match. I recommend people to watch it, even if you don't like, if you're just a fan of wrestling, forget about how much you hate Matt Taven. Forget about that, because I'm not biased. If I like, if there's a match, even if there's two people I don't like, but it's good, I gotta be, I gotta give him credit. Jay Lethal made that man in that match. I think if they were gonna do the title switch, it should have happened at that pay-per-view, and then the title switch back at the G1 Supercard. Just my opinion, I mean, I don't know. That's how I feel. I think the title should have went to Marty. But that's just how I feel. Hey, hey. There wasn't a bad decision on the night because Taven reigned supreme and we collected some tears. What did you think about the triple threat ladder match? I think Ring of Honor, that was probably the smartest thing they did because they need to create new stars. Yes. Uh -huh. And Taven isn't going anywhere. And I feel like Marty is leaving soon to 
Thank you. Everybody in my section wanted Marty to win, and I'm just like, why would you give the title to a guy that's leaving in six months? I heard his voice on being the elite this week. Like, what the hell? Yeah, so um, I think it's a great deal because I don't like him. So yeah. that means he's doing his job, right? So um, it's probably the smartest thing Ray Potter did all, all night. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How about you, JJ? I loved it. I loved it. I just kind of felt this was the the icing on the cake of Ring of Honor completely fucking up Marty Scroll. This was literally the complete icing on the cake of two years of completely fucking up their hottest talent. I agree. Like, I agree. Like he was spoon fed by the fans for over a year. His entrances were over. He was over. His matches were over. It was like a foregone fucking conclusion. And what do they go? They go every other route. They skipped him for Dalton Castle. They skipped him back for Jay Lethal. They're skipping him again for Matt Taven. Props to Matt Taven. I love the result. But damn it, Marty needs to leave. <laughs> Marty needs to leave. But, but, but we were just talking about but, new of ROH putting their eggs in one basket. So you want them to put the title on Marty and then he leaves in a, in, a, in six months? Listen, he could have been convinced otherwise yeah. if they would have shown some faith in the man. No. They, it could have happened. Money talks. On, I, maybe Ring of Honor's money don't talk. All elite money talks. They don't got none. Ring of Honor got none. money Yo, talks. I mean... Dalton Castle going through injuries, wrestling the way he is. I guess they ain't got no money. But with that being said, Matt, I 1,000% disagree with your comment about Jay Lethal creating Matt Taven. Matt Taven made himself a star performing at... He finally got himself a caliber opponent. A caliber opponent enough to display what he's capable of. He ain't the best in the world. He's not the best athlete. He's not the best wrestler. But, but, don't cut me off. He He put on some daring spots. He put his body on the line. And at the Garden, who was the best performer on that on that match? It was Matt Taven. It was lethal. It was Matt Taven. Matt Taven took the biggest. Matt Taven took the biggest spots. He had the biggest crowd. What are you talking about? Lethal took the biggest spots in the match. He jumped off the ladder and dropped the elbow. But who jumped over the ring? Who who did all? Who took the power bomb on the ladder? Who dove over the ring? Who took the elbow? It was all ridiculous. You're a little bit emotional. I'm not a Matt Taven fan. Yes, you are. You got him in a. Fantasy League. I, <laughs> yo, I, if anybody that plays fantasy, everybody knows fantasy is unbiased. Give me the points. Give me my points. That's all I care about. Is give me the points. But I'm not going to discredit what Matt Taven has Lethal done. Was the best performer in that match. That's your opinion. No, he was. It's just facts. You were you were not seeing it through clear eyes. No, I'm seeing it through our reaction. You were seeing it through purple shaded eyes. What I, I say, saw a purple ladder. What, 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 what I would say is I, I saw a purple ladder. When I said Jay Lethal made Matt Taven, what I meant. What I meant. What I meant. What I mean by Jay Lethal making Matt Taven is Matt Taven is a good worker. I never said he wasn't a good worker. What I'm saying is that Jay Lethal made Matt Taven in that match because they had a one-hour Broadway, and he's fighting a guy like Jay Lethal. 
And the fact that it ended in a no contest, people were like, me, right? I don't have hate for Matt Taven, but I'm like, wow, bro. Yo, Matt Taven really did his thing. That's what I mean by Jay Lethal made Matt Taven. Because for me, right, and you can ask the people here, who's the bigger name, Lethal or Taven? Lethal. Lethal. Epic. Every, everybody knows Duh. Lethal is a bigger So he made Matt Taven in that match. He made him. He put him over. I agree with you that Taven didn't have any caliber matches to hold his hat on. Lethal made and him in that match. that match was very needed for him to have that and to solidify himself as a main eventer Thank in you. Ring of Honor. That's what I mean by Let's that. hear from a couple of these guys over here. Get them on. Right. Marty Scrawl seems like the best the best decision because Marty, Marty and Marty and Matt haven't feuded yet. So listen, this is a fresh matchup. It, 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 it can be on top. If Marty didn't win the title last night, he ain't never winning that title. He ain't never winning that title. Last night was supposed to be it. It was Marty's time. All due respect to Taven, I, I remember when he broke out in 13. He won the top prospect, the TV title, same year, held it all the way through into December. He's been it's improving consistently. First Trios champion. Okay, I follow all of these brands. Chicago, Jersey, Oakland. But Taven, I give Taven a lot of credit. He's come a long way. But this is a business half as much as it's a sport. Even if you're not a fan of him, it was Skrull's time, period. Business-wise, obviously. You don't put the title on someone who's leaving in six months. My dude, we heard his voice on Being the Elite last week. He's going to AEW. As soon as his contract expires, he's going to be at the AEW. Dude, I can that were always champions less than six months. All I'm going to say is that I know that someone gets it. They learned their lesson. <laughs> <laughs> someone gets it. Someone gets it. Someone gets it. Someone gets it. They learned their lesson. Someone gets it. 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 Just retire. It's time to go. It's, it's time for him to go. It's time for him to go. He's got it. It's his time. He, Marty, just, just, just flip him off. It's over. Marty needs to just leave. Because they're never going to get it. You had a question over here, right? Oh, already answered. Uh, oh, oh, got you, bro. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds like some multitasking right there. All right, so the final match of the night was another of the matches of the weekend, and I will say this was the best babyface performance of the week, and I am counting Johnny Gargano. Yes, because Johnny Gargano was booed at the beginning of this match. And if you forget, if you forget, he won the fans over. But this was by far the best babyface performance of the entire weekend by a Kazuka Okada. Oh my God, it was like watching Bruno San Martino in the 60s come out. It was like God just hovered to the ring with rain coming down on us. Oh my God. And Jay White was the number one of the best heels that I've seen the whole week. When you have a great face and a great heel in the main event, it's, it creates magic. It creates a magic atmosphere and the crowd willed Okada to victory. What did you think about that, Matt? Bro, I, I, we, were we were talking about it um, before we even started the show, before you invited uh, uh, Sam and I to the show. This match was better than when Jay Lethal beat Okada for the title. Wow, that match was good. Jay White. Jay White. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay Lethal, Jay White. Sorry. Back at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. When they, when they had their one-on-one -on -one match. No, and a new beginning. That was uh, Tadahashi. 
Tanahashi and Wade. Tanahashi and Wade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was better than the Wrestle Kingdom match. Man, um, this match was really good, dude. Uh, Okada, it, it was great to see him at the garden in the middle of the ring doing the pose, the you know the the, the, the wide shot. Yeah, it was amazing seeing that. And dude, props to you know while we all praising Okada here because he's an amazing talent, he's arguably top five wrestler in the world. But top man, five. That man is God. If God was a professional wrestler, his name would be Kazuka Okada. I'm not trying to be biased. No, we're not being biased. This is true OE. We are being real here. We are being real. If God was a professional wrestler, his name would be Kazuka Okada. So my God is Japanese. Yes! Your God is Japanese. I our Lord and Savior, we're going to talk about it a little bit. But our God is Japanese. They know it. Arigato, then. Arigato. 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 But, man, let's give it up to Jay White. Because if you go back a year ago, right, before he won that United States title off of Kenny Omega, people were still not on that Jay White. Like, is he, is he, is he all right? But, man, this guy, he's a top talent in New Japan. This guy gets legit heel heat. He doesn't yeah. matter. No, no, no pun. <laughs> hey, six he, years listen. Pun intended. No, yeah. Listen, that dude, <laughs> Jay White, man, he loves getting heel heat. He knows his character well. He's great in the ring. And man, him and Okada created mag magic at the garden. Uh, and yeah. was it a amazing it was a WrestleMania type moment that we've been wanting for years. Seeing Okada fucking win the championship at the garden, damn it! At the motherfucking garden! I mean Jay White, this this whole title reign was to establish him as that top guy. He literally went in concession in one year defeating Kenny Omega, Tanahashi. Okada twice in a row. Twice, twice, he couldn't. Twice. He couldn't beat Okada for a third time in a row. It was a right it's, move. It was it, a right this move. was a title change that right. needed to happen, right. and it was the right time to do it. Feel moment, and WWE needs to learn from that. They need to learn from that. That was a good feel moment. Everybody at the Garden. The second, it was like a volcano erupted yes. at the Garden. It was yes, like a volcano. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! It was amazing. It was such an amazing moment. I'm so happy for Okada. Just I'm happy with the, the promo the Okada cut afterwards. Yes. And he, before he even spoke, the crowd was going fucking nuts for Okada. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy for the guy. It was an incredible match. I think, personally for me, it was my favorite match of the night. Prior to that, it was nice. So it, it, it was a nice on call. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm like really trying to process yeah, it in my yeah, head man. which match was better. But, I mean, between those two matches... Uh, we're going to talk about TakeOver and their, their one that was one of the matches of the weekend as well. But there were three matches that really stood out above the rest as some of the greatest matches I've seen live. I went to TakeOver. I went to the G1 Supercard. G1 Supercard, that was amazing, amazing, amazing show. Let's hear from a couple of these guys. What do you guys think about the G1 Supercard overall? 10 out of 10 all the way. 10 out of 10? Best, best show of your life? Best card ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What about you guys? Right behind All In. Right behind All. I was at All In as well. Sure. I agree. All In is number one. One of the best things I've ever been to. Yeah, definitely. How about you, my brother? 
My man, so all I gotta say is that ROH better step the fuck up. Thank you! Thank Absolutely. you! That, that is number one oh, overall! Better step the fuck up. New and Japan! The shit they did last night was unheard of. Yep. I, I, I can't oh. fuck with it. Yo, but... So, my money. so the best we can sum this up for the G1 Supercard is... Thank you, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Thank you. Fuck you, Ring of Honor. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ring of Honor, for that. <laughs> Fuck you. All I'm going to say is... I give major props to Jay fucking White, man. Oh, my God. Jay... All right. Jay White might not have been that impressive in the ring to some, but wow. He went back and forth with probably top two wrestler in the entire world. Yeah. At the main event, at Ring of Honor's biggest show ever. And obviously, it's not a Ring of Honor event. It was New, New Japan together, but I'm not saying it's New Japan's biggest event either because, because they've been in the Tokyo Dome. Wrestle Kingdom, to me, I probably think that they've probably covered that a little bit more. But that performance from Jay White, wow. Like, he, he way surpassed all my expectations. In the ring, his storytelling, his heel work, just his just his his machismo with the crowd, just the way he was just bothering everybody, the way he was just like sticking it to everyone, but he was still putting on a very good match. His counters with Okada was top notch. He does all the little things that it, make it a was, great heel. It, he he went, he basically was uh, like a few times he was basically establishing. Okay, you fans want this. I'm gonna give you that, yep. and and that was just brilliant heel work. It was just brilliant heel work from from start to finish by Jay White. Great babyface work from Okada. What was your thoughts on the main event? Listen, that main event was absolutely insane. I made my way down to the floor, and it, it was it was great. The energy was awesome. What I will say is, props to New Japan because think about it like this: when this was announced. We thought that we were going to get the Young Bucks. Mm -hmm. We thought we were going to get Kenny Omega. Cody. Right? They went and did their own thing. Prices dropped on StubHub. And New Japan Pro Wrestling put on the best show of WrestleMania weekend because we know WrestleMania isn't going to hold up to, to G1. No. We know it. It's going to be an okay show. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Vince does something great tonight. But let's be honest. Yeah, G1 we, yeah we, we've had about 30, 33 occurrences of <laughs> Knowing that this is not going to work. So, well, I mean, maybe the 30s just want to work. Maybe. You never know. Right. G1 takes the cake this weekend. And a shout out to New Japan Pro Wrestling for making this weekend so special yes. for all of us as wrestling fans. And I, I think that that takes the cake. They, right, they, tore, they, they tore it up at the garden. They really did, man. And, man, I, I just, it, it, it left me speechless just. The, the type of show they gave us, you know, minus the little Ring of Honor hiccups, if you want to call them hiccups, I think I'm, I'm, I'm underselling that, but yeah. man, um, man, it was just great. Uh, I've been to Japan, obviously, for Wrestle Kingdom, but man, this show just felt special. I hope they come back to the Garden. Um, it was great for all of us. Shout out to the Madison Square Garden crowd at the show. Love you guys, you guys were better than the Takeover crowd. Yes, in my opinion. yes, yes. You guys were live throughout the whole show. This show was amazing and meant a lot to me. And also, I wanted to throw out there. You know how you have the live feed playing on the the, the screen? Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, and, and on what I, I mean, same talked about. I want to ask you, you guys, opinions. I definitely got an all-in feel the way it was shot. Yeah. The way yeah. it was shot was very all in. Yes. Very all in esque. Yes. 
Yes, very. It was just shot a different way. Had a whole different feel to it compared uh -huh. to like the regular Ring of Honor shows or even New Japan show. It was a nice blend of the two styles together, yes. and I just love the overall presentation of everything at Madison Square Garden. The set looked great. Uh, the performances were great, like we said, especially the New Japan side, not so much the ROH side. So we want to thank the Lucha Outsiders for coming on, yeah, thank you so Sammy much, Suplex, as well as my band, Mayor, to speak, my big brother. Yo, I want to thank you guys. Yo, thanks for always. Yo, we met in New Orleans last year. You've always been cool since day one. We didn't even know that we were like right next door to each other because I'm from Jersey, you're from New York. Exactly. You're a really good dude. Support True Heels Podcast. So if you guys like them, you probably like our show too, Lucha Outsiders. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And you know, we're just wrestling fans, just doing. We're no different from anybody else. We're just wrestling fans. I love the business. I love all wrestling, and you know, just happy to you know be on the show with you guys, man. Yes, thank, Yo, you. Thank, thank you guys. Bro. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Thank you for coming on, guys. Oh, yeah, thank we're you. We're gonna have you guys thank back you. on very, very thank soon. Right. Lucha Outsiders. Talk with us with, about the G1 Supercard, and we're going to be back to talk about NXT TakeOver next.